I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call the program tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I've been thinking over the weekend about a number of things and uh, noticing some headlines that I uh, certainly feel uncomfortable about. Because I know what they mean in the long run. You know, I see the patterns happening and I and I have to call them out as I see them. Otherwise, I'll forget and I won't. You know, because it's important that you get certain things out there so you can contemplate. And And I'm hopeful that people are beginning to understand that there are a number of activities that are happening that are a far more greater concern than the political political circus that the media favors to report over the obvious takeover, what can be called the devil's advocates. Uh, these devil's advocates, what I'm talking about, they, they somehow find a way to make what was once abhorrent in society accepted as norm, uh, the, the the new normal, the norm. Uh, the other day, I was uh, Dave King, who works here. He's a great guy. I've known him for a long time. He also was a producer of the show at one time. He came in. He says, hey, Clyde, did you hear about what happened in Astoria, Oregon? I said, no. He said, well, Astoria, Oregon, for those of you that want to know it's a seaside town it's a very beautiful place to hang out uh it's like a small uh beach town feel to it and uh a lot of places to eat fish a lot of places to drink beer drink good coffee so this small town of astoria oregon on the side of the ocean the pacific pretty haunting too because it has uh ties to the bloodline family the astor family astoria of course it's also the home of uh, where the the Goonies hung out. It's it's that area where they filmed the Goonies. Well, I was told by Dave, and this was a creepy story, and I wanted to look into it some more because it it really you know took me aback. But he was saying that some guy set fire to a house in Astoria because he was told that there were vampires living in it. So I decided to look up the story to see if it was true. And sure enough, a man is facing arson and other charges because he tried to burn down a home after spraying, uh, actually spray painting black crosses all over it, first of all. And then he told police that voices in his head told him that the house was infested with vampires. Based on witness descriptions, the Astoria Police Department identified the guy, his name was Derek Brett Gill. And Gill initially refused to comment on the fire and requested medical care for unrelated matters, but he was given medical attention and he obtained temporary housing at a local shelter. Police say Gill admitted that while in the home's vestibule, he heard voices telling him to burn the house down because it contained vampires. Gill then told investigators he found a can of black spray paint that he used to draw crosses on the walls. And then he used a cigarette lighter to ignite the aerosol paint and start the fire. Police say that Gill gave specific accurate details about the scene. And he had black spray paint on his hand. So he's the suspect, of course. Meanwhile, another strange story 
I think, needs to be talked about. Right-wing New Yorkers are calling for the deportation of a group of undocumented immigrants who were released without bail after brutally beating two NYPD police officers in Times Square. I'm sure many of you have heard this story. The officers apparently were assaulted. They were trying to break up a disorderly crowd uh, outside a, a midtown migrant shelter on Saturday night. Uh, the video uh, that was released shows that uh, five suspects were arrested but were later released without bail. But what's interesting is the cops you know, sustained injuries being beaten up by this gang of migrants, but then they let them go. And so the news cameras were out there, and what were they doing? They're flipping off the cameras, saying they'll do it again, yelling obscenities to the media, sending a message that there seems to be no justice, and that con- and, and we continually see the invisible borders that are contributing to criminal activity here at home. And it's not just the right now that are speaking about this, Okay. The left, of course, in New York are very up in arms about what they're seeing. They're very angry about what they're they're dealing with right now. And a lot of people that are, you know, spokespeople, they're usually spokespeople for the left wing are speaking out and saying this cannot continue. We need to do something about the borders. We can't allow police officers to be beaten up and then we take the migrants, we put them in jail and then we let them go. I guess on a technicality or, or something, but they're illegal. And then to add insult to injury, they flip off the camera saying, hey, we'll do this again if we have to. Nothing, nothing spells war or, or warlike attitudes and something like that. Flipping off cameras, yelling obscenities. I mean, it, it just it just made me angry because, of, uh, you know, again, it, it just pushes the tolerance level. And people... They just, well, you got to be tolerant of this. No, you don't have to be tolerant of this. Not anymore. You know, tolerance is, you know, it can only be spread so thin, right? It can only be spread so uh, thin. And, and I mean, uh, and when you see, like I said, when you see left-wing places like New York talking about the immigrant problem uh, and, and they speak up about it, you know, you need to understand you got, uh, I don't know, it just, I could just go down and show you some people that, and of course, I'm sorry, I'm just, I, I got to get my train of thought back because it, it just bothers me here. It just, it, it, it angers me that the media looks at this and they, and they look at it as like it's some mythology that's being cooked up by the right wing. And now the left and the right wing are getting angry. They're the ones standing up and saying stop, but they're they're working together. They're working together, and that's interesting to say the least. You listen to these people talk, and they're just angry, and they should be angry. Criminal activity—it's happening, and uh, it, it and, and it's sick, and it's disgusting. But it, the way it's happening is we have leadership, like. District attorneys and, uh, you know, other attorneys, they, they just let the guys go. Chiefs of police let the people go. They, 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 don't, they don't press charges. And yet, you know, New York's fighters are getting beat up. I'm sure there are many New York cops that aren't good people, but there are a lot of great people that work for the New York City Police Department, a lot of great people 
that lay their lives down for you that are officers of the law, first responders. And now we're treating them with disrespect. Now we're treating them with ill repute. And the devil's advocates, what do they do? They continually back up those who believe they're persecuted and victimized. Rather than looking at the story and figuring out that something needs to be done about these migrants that beat up these police officers. It's a new kind of evil. It really is. And it's an evil that's being backed up by what I call devil's advocates. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.